What's up, people? How What's going good? on, everybody? Yeah, we're good now. Okay, cool. All right, we are. Uh, we're back. It's been a couple weeks. You know, shit gets in the way. It has been a few, two weeks. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy, happy Tuesday. Happy Kwanzaa, Hanukkah. Happy, happy Hanukkah. <laughs> happy <laughs> Halloween. Yes. Um, happy, happy almost Christmas. Happy, happy National Lampoon's Day. <laughs> happy, happy, uh, Stack Logically Podcast Tuesday. <laughs> Boom. There we go. Episode two um, officially. Woo. That part. Um, Okay, so last time we were talking about and excited about Oxnard coming out. Um, and I have this whole file, as you know, Donnell, on my phone of things I just add to randomly to um, talk about, like just topics. Like I'll just come up with, you know, I'll hear some shit. I'll see some shit. I'll write it down on my phone so I don't forget um, content, if you will. And uh, one of those things is I was thinking about um, the anniversary of one of my favorite Incubus albums um, is coming up. And I remember, and I'm sure you do too, because we're around the same age, um, fitting in time before or after work, hopefully before, to get to Best Buy or Borders or any kind of CD store to get your copy of a CD before it ran out. (laughs) And especially like, you know, like the more popular bands at the time, like Incubus and... uh, you know, whatever you were into. Um, and like, I feel like that's like a totally dead thing now. And like, it kind of made me feel old and I was thinking about it, but I just had like really good memories about that. Like when I was a kid or whatever, I'd drive, like I'd like leave the house like early to go to work or like, you know, to stop yeah. by before so I could listen to it on my way home, like have something forward to like, yeah. look forward to, you know? So it's definitely dead yeah. and turning in. Its yeah. Grave. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? My little brother didn't even know. My little brother didn't like. He we could he couldn't relate, <laughs> and I just was like, no, anyone, anyone. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not a it's not a thing anymore. Um, I never, yeah. I never did it myself because I just wasn't going to the store and getting CDs at that time because we just didn't have the money for that shit. Um, but I hell, I know other people that were, and I can imagine back in the day because all you had was what was in stock. Like that's if if they ran yeah. out, that was it. You had to wait. Yeah. You had to either go to a different store or you had to wait until that store got restocked again. Yeah, and there was no music. like Amazon or like online. Yeah, like no that Apple or, Music like, sponsorship. Yeah. There was yeah. no Spotify sponsorship. There was just like, no LimeWire, LimeWire, and like whatever kind of other shit you could like jack people's shit from and like, you know, the store. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Physical copies. And yeah, it just was, uh, I'm sure like lots of people. Go ahead. No, lots of people what? Can, uh, listening to this, hopefully they can relate to it. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, those are like good memories in my brain, you know? Um, that is a uh, a thing. We'll never experience that again, especially because they're abolishing physical CDs now. Yeah, the just, first I physical CD I purchased was um, Encore by Eminem. When I really? was that was the first physical CD I purchased. I had like CDs before that, but the first one I actually bought was that CD, and um. It was the parental advisory ver No, no, it wasn't the print. It was the um. Oh. It was the because I got it from Walmart, so it was the the nice. one that was not explicit. 
<laughs> and if you're listening to an Eminem album, everybody knows if you're listening you to can't. it, you can't yeah. listen to it not explicit. You have to have the parental advisory <laughs> version. The yeah, there was yeah. no. I threw that shit right in the trash. <laughs> I broke the CD. Like I snapped why it in half. Make, why did they even make that shit? I just don't. Let's <laughs> like, waste what, what material, like litter. You know. Yeah, I think that was just um, the after effects of like all the parents that didn't want their kids to listen to Eminem because his lyrics were too yeah. raw. So they're like, yeah, yeah. well, Walmart. It's gonna like, and there was no parental advisory version when I went there. Um, so everybody, oh, probably, they wouldn't even carry that shit. They, yeah, either they didn't carry it or people beat me to it. I, I want to assume people beat me to it unless Walmart's just yeah. bitch made enough to not sell it at all. <laughs> but yeah. uh, that is, there's, we never have to worry about that now because everybody's paying for their streaming service. I mean, LimeWire and every, I don't even think people torrent anymore. Like, like illegally download their music from like the Pirates Bay or something. I think everybody, it's just too easy to have a streaming service and get it all now. Yeah. Cause even if you don't pay for a streaming service, like there's streaming services that you don't have to pay for, you know, or you can like get everything. Uh huh. Um, I mean, because some of these artists even release their music on SoundCloud still, and that's yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. A, that's a free service somewhat. Yep. Unless you mm-hmm. unless you decide to have the the pro subscription, so it, it's really just easy to get it anywhere now. Are they streaming on YouTube? Um, yeah, YouTube is a, YouTube is a bitch. Um, shout out to YouTube though. For, shout out YouTube. For uh, you know. Everything, content. Yeah, for, for everything. <laughs> um, guess what we forgot to do also? We forgot to uh, set a fucking timer. Oh, no, I got it. Oh, you did? Oh, you're, you're so good. That way. Um, So, so Oxnard. All right, so let's talk about it. Um, So, the another thing, this is like a segue into Oxnard. So, another thing that I... um stumbled upon after our last podcast in between Oxnard is um oh no it was before we just didn't talk about it last time uh Mac Miller's uh celebration of life in I think it was in LA rest in peace Um, Mac Miller yeah and uh we um I was watching it, right? And it was pretty cool. Like, it just, I mean, it seemed kind of thrown together. But, like, what was kind of um, moving about the whole thing is how, like, so many artists came together to, like, play stuff that he helped them create or to play stuff that they collaborated um, on together. And, like, there was a lot of people. And um, I think that people that are kind of new to him or, you know, people that have been following him for a while or with him, you know, fucked with him like mad long ago um they know like how involved he is in like this whole in like the music community but for people that um kind of late to the game um like myself um i only started listening to him like two or three years ago so three or four years ago actually and uh so like i didn't really i didn't know the impact that he had on like the music industry like you know like the newer um the newer side of the music industry like these up-and-coming artists and stuff and how many people he kind of like brought to the table with him that were new you know um which was kind of cool and powerful um and but what kind of bothered me um as you can tell because i wrote it down in all caps in my phone (laughs) (laughs) was uh like 
Can, I read, it? Fucking... can I read it specifically what you yes, wrote? Yes, yeah, yeah. Just, just read, read what I wrote, and then we can unravel. <laughs> Let me find the, the... It specifically says... All these babies in the front row on their phones instead of being present and not knowing any of the fucking words to any of his songs is fucking offensive. Yes. So offensive. Quote, because these people, I don't know, it just seems like, and you know, I don't, I can't speak for anybody. It's just what I'm seeing and how I'm taking everything and interpreting everything. So, like, you're in the front row, right? Um, and in my like in my experience and like me growing up all the people that were in the front row at any concert you got there super early you waited in line you you know pushed your way to the front like right as soon as they started like you know from a couple rows back from the front row because like you fucking spent you know however much money on these tickets and you're like you're in it and like you know all the yeah. words and like you're just in it and it's like you're you disappear from the world for a little bit and yeah. you know now and I get that I'm not trying to resist like the times or whatever, but now <laughs> it's so much more important to record on your phone to like prove that you were there. And like you, it just takes away from like being there. You know what I mean? It's I more do. important to like show off what you did and to have like street credit for what you did rather than like actually be there and just tell somebody about it. So you're there on their fucking phones. They don't know any of the words, but they're like singing along like as if they know the words, but they're fucking it up. And it's just like, it just fucking offends me, dude. Like, it's a celebration of life. And like, you know, I'm like watching it at, like at my desk, like on my phone. I'm like fucking crying. And like, you know, like SZA comes out on stage and she's like, you know, crying. And she's like saying like, thank you for like, mm. you know, letting me sleep on your couch. And like, she's just like, you know, it's everybody's kind of like grieving yeah. and mourning process or whatever. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't even know why. Like, I love his music so much. And I'm not, I don't really know that much about him or anything. Because he's fucking like, Mac Miller. Yeah, and like I just I was so upset when he died. Like I, that really fucking like fucked my shit up for like a couple of days. And like you know, because I was texting you, but like you know what I mean. Like these these little like kids are there just like getting fucked up. And like you know what I mean. Like it's just it was just disrespectful. I just feel like you know, like I don't know. I'm not trying to sound like a like a snob or anything. Like <laughs> you know, but and I don't know any of these fucking idiots. But like you know, like I just it just. It's just not, I don't know, man. I don't even know, like, how to articulate. Like, it just really, how are you going to be there and be in the front row? And it's like a celebration of life. And you're just dicking around. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so, like, get the fuck out of here with that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, be present and, like, you know, pay pay homage. And, like, you know, like, I don't know. Well, I do got to say, really every single me. time I go to uh, any concert, first and foremost, I record, I record just because I'm going to be looking at that shit that night and multiple nights later. Um, I mean, because I hella have videos in my phone from that sh any shows, really, not that show, but any shows that I've been to, because unfortunately I couldn't make it to that show. But um, I have hella videos in my phone. Um, some are saved on my camera roll. Some are saved in my Snapchat. Um, and I go back and look at them. Um, so I can't say all of it's for... I definitely feel like some of it's for like people like I'm fucking here, especially for an event like that. Like, cause that was a festival that first of all was thrown together on the fly cause nobody yeah. anticipated that shit was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, um, right. so if you were able to, to get in there, 
that shit was I'm not saying like it's cool that you you clout chase because I know there was clout chasers there but if I would have been there because I know there's kids like me that are, are that are that are there are kids there that are like me I would have recorded that whole shit but yeah it does mess up the the last concert I went to was that Tech Nine concert um, yeah. that, that last weekend we were hanging out with you here, and um, yeah. here being in Denver for anybody who's listening, um, I'm Donnell and I'm placed in Denver, and Tara is placed in Maui, mm-hmm. um, Hawaii for those of you who don't have minds. Colorado, Denver, Colorado. For those you who don't have minds, anyways. And don't um, get mad because like people think that Hawaii is one blob and there's not other islands, so like you're not the only one. So just chill, okay? That part. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But um, yeah, like that last that Tet Night concert that I went to, um, I, I recorded a portion of the show and I had that same thought though was, man. It's so much work for me to pull my phone out, make sure I'm getting the specific songs that I want to see uh, mm. live, uh, making sure that there's space on my phone for that shit. Anybody listening knows mm. what that's like. Yeah. like you out of the middle, you at the middle of the concert, and whatever happens is happening live. So you're not rewinding that shit. So if nope. you miss that shit, you miss it. And I was just like, man, fuck this. I'm about to put my like my boy Cody Omer. Shout out Cody because I know you're gonna listen to this. Um, he recorded the whole show on his phone, like in 25 minute segments each. So the whole show is recorded, but there was a point when I was just like, I'm not recording this shit anymore. Like it's just mm-hmm. taken away from the fact that like. He's right here. And we were like, it was at the Fillmore. So you just fill in like mm-hmm. whenever you get there and wherever you can move, like it's where right, you right, get. Right. So I managed to pull us right up to the front. Like we were right on the gate. And um, I was just like, I got to put my fucking phone away. And it wasn't even like a, a like a battle I was just having. Like I was just tired of holding that shit up and mm-hmm. trying to figure out what what songs I wanted to record and how to record them and figuring out if I have enough space for it and all that. Not um, trying to like take away from like what's going on, you know? Cause like, it's not, mm-hmm. I don't but know. That's the that. age we live in. That's, yeah. That is, that's the age we live in now. I mean, cause it is, it's, you can easily catch it. I mean, a lot of these artists aren't, I've been to maybe three shows where, um, you know, artists have camera crews there. Two of those shows were Tech Nine shows. The other show mm. was Drake and Lil Wayne. Um, so like they had video, and even for the video that was recorded at each of those shows, I haven't seen them. <laughs> like yeah, right. <laughs> like they had their own production crew there, like recording the video, and I hadn't seen that video. But, but I mean, where do we go? Because now we at we're at a place where even artists they'll like bring the cameras out or grab the phone. Like there's that famous video of Drake going around when he was on his tour for Scorpion and he grabbed that girl's phone. Um, oh, Beyonce and, does that shit all the time. Oh yeah. See? So, yeah, I mean, I mean, like, that almost adds another element of, like, take a picture. Yeah. Just to kind of and see what's up. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cause that feeds, that's a whole nother dimension into it now. But at a show like that, at a festival, you know, where you're celebrating somebody's life who just recently passed yeah, away. I'm, I'm talking about that specifically. Yeah. Like I've used my phone last time I, I was at a show, two things. So, so I was in Japan and I was at that place. I was telling you it was like hidden in the building or whatever. Oh yeah. And um, I like, put my phone in my back pocket and I pressed record because I wanted to look the track up like later. You know what I mean? So I was trying to like genuinely 
like record the music so I can find it later or try and find it later. Cause a lot of times those, those things are just like thrown, like they just do whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like, you know, they're just kind of freestyling it, but, um, but Goldie at, um, Cervantes, I, same thing. I took my phone out to record because one of the last songs he played was, um, a joint that he did with Skepta before it came out. Um, and I wanted to find the shit online. So I recorded, I didn't even record a little bit of that. I just remembered what the name was actually. But before that, I took my phone out because I didn't bring my camera because I honestly didn't believe that that was going to be him coming out. Yeah. So I didn't bring my camera with me. So I only had my phone and I took some dope ass pictures at night. You know what yeah. I mean? Without like any filters or anything. Mm-hmm. So like you want to capture a little bit of it. That's just the life we live now. But like to just be there standing on your goddamn phone the entire time. The whole it's just, time. Like, we're, yeah. And not even not even just those that group of people are like a generation or whatever. Everybody does it. Everybody yep. is like living and experiencing things through their phones now yep. and not like in real life and being present. And it's just kind of like, man, do you ever stop and think like, hey, maybe like, does anyone ever feel like they actually missed it? Like, even though it's on their phone, like, I don't know, sometimes like I just feel like I would miss like the experience because it's just like. I recorded it. I don't you know. Definitely like, missed the experience without question. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and yeah. shut that down now. You're yeah, like, you're missing like coming from me doing it personally. Even when you're like, if you're doing it professionally, like with a camera, an actual video recording camera, um, you're still gonna miss the experience because you're yeah, because still you're, focusing on fidgeting with that. Yeah. So either yep. way, either way, you that. you miss that. Um, but it's like, what do we? I, I even question this for myself and any listeners when we um, post this and get the social medias and everything popping for it. I want to know what you guys think. Like, what? How do you solve that? Because I want to keep the memory forever, and that's the reason that I record the 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 um, performances. Um, and I'm not gonna front. If I was at that celebration of life, because a lot of my favorite artists showed up to that celebration because Mac Miller was one of my favorite artists. So I know everybody from TDE was there. I know Anderson had to have been there. Um, Yeah, he was. Yeah, I know some low-key other people were there. I mean... Thundercat, SZA. Yeah, Thundercat was there. Vince Staples was there. Like, these are, like, these are all people who are heavily in my rotation today. Ty, like, get out of here. Wiz was there. He did some sexy sexy shit. I mean, like, that's just what he does, but, like, yeah, Wiz (laughs) was there. Like, everybody fucking showed up. And showed face and like it was really a cool it was really cool um but yeah so segue kind of into uh into oxnard because that shit came out i <laughs> we did do you on. like it or do you not like it you go first i fucking love it dude <laughs> i love that shit love and it, i've why? heard mixed reviews well i love the progression this is like a, this is a reason why I got so upset about Mac passing away. So I feel like he was just getting started, you know. 100. Yep. And like now it's just the fire's That's out. It. You know what I mean? Yep. And so like Anderson, like I feel like he's just getting started. Yeah, he's got that other shit. He's got no worries. He's does shit with the Free Nationals. He, you know, had Venice and uh, Malibu, and mm-hmm. those are all like separate little babies, you know. But yeah. Um, this shit is like he's like onto something with this and I really fucking love so that whole crown interview that he did with title I really love a lot of the shit that he talked about 
he just talks about like the making of the whole album. So he dropped Malibu and started on this straight away. So that's how long this was in the making. Oh, damn. And yeah. And so he um, worked with Dr. Dre because um, he's on uh, what's it called? It's slipping Interscope. my brain right now. Yeah, not Interscope. Um, yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, after Interscope on, is the the big label, and then Aftermath is like a sister label like a, with it. Yeah. Okay. Um. So he worked with Dre like on the whole entire thing, and um. He talks a lot about like a lot of the tracks that he had when he thought he was done, and you know Dre said like you're about eighty percent done when he thought he was all the way done, and he was like what the hell like I wanted to put this out in the summertime you know, yeah. and so he was like no, and the reason why he said that is because he wanted to get in and work on it with him and like mix some shit and like get on some tracks and like yeah. and so you know he which I think is cool and I really think that like music is one of the last. Um, industries like me I don't, I don't even know if that's like too big of a blanket statement but like obviously he wants the album to be perfect and do well because he his success is a direct um is a direct uh what's the word i'm looking for um is going to depend on the success of that album like a little bit of his success is he's already of, of he's already doing real well and he has oh 100 yeah especially with like, all the yeah, promotion so like, like where he yeah, was gonna, like where his career went next depended on the success of oxnard yeah and like and i'm saying like dre like obviously his success has something to do with that album doing well also you know what i mean yeah so like he's invested in the album because he needs it to do well because he also like you know makes money That's on that shit. artist or he doesn't. Yeah. So he wants to make sure it's like good and perfect and does well and stuff. And, and, um, he was just talking about like, it's a, it's a visual like album as much as it is an, an, an album because, yeah. you know, like he, like when you listen to the words and you listen to the song and the progression of the songs and how they break down and change like halfway mm-hmm. through, um, it is. It's like a movie. Like you can like follow it, and it, it like gives you visuals, and like it's very like descriptive, and like I just fucking I don't know. It just was the right it's time. The and same it way that Dre did the the Chronic and the Chronic two thousand one, because that's what those were like. Um, I like the album. I like the album. I'm not gonna say it's album of the year. Let's not get it twisted. No, 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 yeah, no definitely not. But, um, but it's good. It's great. And yeah. I, coming off my third time listening to it oh go ahead yeah two favorite songs no you go i'm asking you oh um well coming off my third time listening to it because i did just finish listening to it like 45 minutes to an hour ago um just to make sure like i solidified how i felt about it um first of all it's a new wave nobody's making music like that right now and that's the wave that mac was gonna go into next yeah and that's what the sad shit about it is because he was doing you know he did his little jazz shit um he did his his r&b like romance shit um and then whatever we want to consider swimming to be it was like a r&b rap jazz album the next move he was gonna make was getting into some groovy shit like he was gonna get groovy like and him and thundercat were gonna work together a lot more but Mm -hmm. um that aside i feel like anderson definitely took oxnard and he rolled with that shit it's very visual um you hear um you hear definitely a lot of motifs in this 
um, just about him and where he's from and the yeah. people that he deals with in his life. And it is visual. You can close your eyes and hear where everything's coming from and feel where everything's coming from. Um, and it is. It's, it's a really, really good album for that. Also, that 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 feature that Q-Tip has on there. Yeah, boy, I'll tell you what. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, um, that's Q-Tip. So Q-Tip is gonna kill anything he's on, but yeah. that shit was, it was just murder. Um, yeah. yeah, definitely. Uh, so I'm definitely gonna have it in heavy more, uh, heavy rotation more. But I will say, when I first listened to it, it was the way I felt about swimming, and I feel fucked up about this because. Uh, People posted about it like, oh, everybody fucking was swimming now that Mac Miller's dead. Yeah, no, uh, no, no. Yeah, I like, was heavy into that shit and like real in it and like really excited for like the future. And then he fucking died. And I was yeah. just like, what? Well, I struggled with it. Like the first week that I had it, I struggled. I believe I told you that I struggled with it the first week. Like my first my first just because I didn't know what to expect from it. And then when I got it, I was like I was happy and I don't want to say dis like displeased because I was happy with what the content that we gave us. I just had to I had to take it all in. So and we talked before about how, you know, being in certain states of mind or whatever. So then I took it back in. Like the week before he, it was literally the week before he died. I was like, okay, this shit is fucking jamming. And then he mm-hmm. passed away the next week. But that's yeah. how I felt about Oxnard at first. Like, and it was a, it was definitely like hard when I first heard it. But I had to take it in in a new state of mind. So these last two times I listened to it, I'm like, yeah, okay, now this shit like, it's just banging, banging because like yeah. I'm back in my my like I'm 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 just in the right state of you mind. You hear it, you hear mm-hmm. it, yeah. and I'm hearing it all. Yeah. It definitely yeah. should have been a summer project. Cause that's what the whole vibe was. Um, kind of, but yeah, yeah. If, if it's okay that it's not though, because even with it being wintertime, if you turn tense on, you're gonna fucking groove no matter what. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just simple if it, and plain. Any of it, like head low, like even head low before is crazy. tense, like that mm-hmm. shit's fucking. I love that song. <laughs> so groovy. I'm tempted to play it now, but I can't. I can't make these moves. <laughs> well, I wish we gotta get like up on that shit to where we can like add bumpers and like you know get like real real sexy with it. Um, <laughs> all right. So two top two favorite songs. Go go. My top two favorite songs. So yeah. first of all, tense just because that was my shit before the album even came out. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the other one, oh, Brothers Keeper with Pusha T. I knew it, dude. Yeah. I knew. I know I you. That right yeah. there. I'll tell you that what. She goes hard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And I struggle like Push is not my favorite rapper, but Push is definitely um, my best friend Isaiah's favorite. The one I want you to meet. Um, yeah. It's his favorite rapper, and obviously like Push is with good music, and I've always loved good music. Music and Kanye and everybody, um, and I, I'm not gonna ever take away from um, the rap skill that Pusha T has because he's definitely like he's up there as, as like one of the top rappers. Um, so I mean, if 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 there was a top hundred right now, uh, Pusha T is in the top fifty at least, um, in my opinion. But oh, holy shit, that whole song all together, that just didn't yeah. even sound like no shit that Anderson Pack would do. But that's yeah, one of those right? things that that was specifically one of those songs on there that um 
it's really cinematic and it asks questions and you know it 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 gets real deep in there and then push comes on and starts talking about him and his brother and how his brother left the group and they're supposed you know they're one of the most powerful hip-hop duos of all time and he turned down half a million dollars just because he doesn't want to do it no more like yeah 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 like straight away (laughs) and he's like i love him and i couldn't love him more like yeah yeah i couldn't love him more (laughs) that's a powerful move right there like that, that yeah that's my top two what are yours Six Summers is my shit. Six Summers goes hard. Um, and twice. It goes twice. It goes hard twice. Um, and Trippy. I'm going to go Trippy because J. Cole's kind of grown on me. Um, well, that's cool. And, <laughs> yeah. And like, I don't know. I just I just dig that song. I just like the whole vibe of it. And, yeah, you know, it's. Uh, yeah, I just love I love everything about Six Summers. I love like Six Summers is hard as fuck. Yeah, if it wasn't like, for if it wasn't for Brothers Keeper, it would have been Six Summers. Yeah, I just love that shit. I just love how he his approach cuz you know like it's so easy to make a fucking political song or whatever and have it be good or you know go hard or whatever, but I don't know. I just like the way he's like, you know, calls out like Trump's got a love child and I hope that bitch is buck wild. And like everything he says after that is like, I hope she's everything that you are like, you know, opposing pointing. Yeah. Opposing and pointing your finger at and like, I hope she sips mezcal. I hope she kisses senoritas and black gals, you know, and like, I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, <laughs> and he was saying he hopes the mom is, he hopes the mom Best, is from, uh, um, yeah. yeah, from El South. First of all, yeah, I like that he broke that around. down to fit his rhyme yeah. scheme. I know. And then he it. calls out the fact that um, that Donald is because de- in saying that he hopes his his uh, the mom is from El South. That's I mean obviously that's not where Melania is from, but we know her ass ain't American. So like but that's like calling her like, out. She's like from South America and, and like, that's uh, South Hispanic, America like you yes. know culture and Why yeah are you hating on them yeah and. Uh, I don't know. And then when it like breaks down and let me see the part. I got the lyrics pulled up right. Cause I'm like, not, I'm good, but I'm not that good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I'm not either. He says, uh, uh, I should have had this ship out pulled up. Um, sorry guys. Dead air, dead air. Something about something about like bullying. Cause some kid got bullied. What? Why do you have to bring? Why do you have to shoot the whole school up? He got bullied out of his Nikes or some shit. And why do you have to shoot the whole school up? And I was like, yeah, cause like people. Why do you have to shoot the whole school up? Yeah, so he's like talking about like gun reform, like reform, reform should have mm-hmm. came sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, and he was saying let's get that, let's get these AKs out of these inner cities. Yeah, somebody yeah. take this. Dude's phone is you killing me, and take these AKs up out of these inner city streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just like. So I smoke, drank just to cope with the pain. And that's like what everybody does. It's just like 100. they don't have to fix it. They just cope with it. And then it keeps happening. And like, you know what I mean? And he also talked a lot about um, he uh, talked a lot about 
um, all the work that went into like he's a big thing was like Dre wanted him to just stay put in one spot and you know he was like no I need money like I got a tour like (laughs) yeah Anderson's like I need money like I got a tour like I don't have headphones is like what he said like (laughs) you know (laughs) he's just like broke and like just trying to make it work and just like working real hard and like trying to like get his shit out and like make it work and I just like (laughs) feel like a lot of people don't realize what it goes into like not just making music but and like putting it out there and like you know being heard and like known and seen by like the world it's like anything you have a dream or a vision in like what it takes to see that clearly and then like just go for it and anything that's in your way just gets fucking karate chopped out of the way and you just keep going for like your vision and like I don't know I just um I just uh (laughs) it's just relatable you know what i mean just like everything i got going on everything you got going on like it's just Mm -hmm. you know it's just cool to like hear somebody it's not all glamorous and it's not all like you know fucking t-pain like you were saying before (laughs) (laughs) feel like t-pain in the strip club (laughs) (laughs) you know i definitely fell in love with a stripper It's not it's not easy, especially when you get to dealing yeah. with the industry politics. Oh, man. Um, yeah. People, you know, people trying to, to screw you over. Um, anybody, anybody listening to this and anybody really listening to him, uh, modern day music really should know. To be honest, if you're paying attention to pop culture at all, you should understand now. You know, the industry is some bullshit and you, people be trying to fuck you over and, you know, people, they, they want to steal your culture or, you know, they they want to take your wave or whatever. Like people aren't always in your best interest. So first of all, I got to I want to give an actual like applause to Dre yeah, because he always takes care of his artist um, and he finds such powerful artists because he did the same thing with Kendrick. He did the same thing with M. He did the same mm-hmm. thing with the game. He did the mm-hmm. same thing with 50 Cent. Um, you know, you see where he helped get NWA to. I mean, this is mm-hmm. Dre, you know, he been he been hand, and he did the same shit with uh with Snoop when they was working together. I mean, I'm not gonna say he completely put Snoop on, but anybody knew like when, when Dre and Snoop teamed up together at that time, like shit was popping. But uh, that Snoop is a big part of the whole thing too, because he's on Oxnard. So like him, yes. like that he's thankful for uh, Warren G or whatever. Yeah. And there was like he, and then the the dude interviewing and him was Nate like, Dog. is that like a true story? And he was like, yeah, like he's like he got frustrated one day and he threw all his like his whole like rhyme, all his rhymes in the garbage and Warren G like got in the fucking dumpster and like fished him out and was like, nah, bro, like you're gonna fucking do this like i don't give a shit how frustrated you are this shit's good like get back in there you know yeah and like yeah it's just like sometimes you need that person that like yep. sees that vision even if you don't or like even sees if you it clearly don't. and or like wants to help you you know like yep. i don't know it's just like i don't know mad respect that's what the team for that's what that's that's the you whole know? purpose of having a team and like as far as like art and music and like working hard and like you know being making something of yourself as far as art goes there was this like there was this thing i read um i honest i didn't save it i should have and i'm i don't mean to butcher it if i do but um somebody had shared with me about 
anybody that like has parents or family or people that tell them to go get a real job or like, you know, if you're an artist and people view you as like a starving or struggling artist, it's like take out all the music in any store you ever go to, take the art off any walls in any hospital, any store you go to, any restaurant you go to, take out Shit, like take any, away you the don't architecture have music, that we you don't live have in. music. Yeah. yeah, like what kind of world would it be if like and none of that shit was like up on the walls for you to look at or to and relate women. to? Yeah. yeah, like so anybody like it's it was just kind of like a keep pushing kind of thing. Like you know, don't let people tell you shit because this is where the world would be if we didn't have people like you doing what you do and like putting your your soul at, like for the universe to sh- to to relate to and and look at. You know. Yeah. So, and I thought that was pretty cool. Important. What time? It's- it's yeah, really yeah. Important. Um, what um? What time are we at right now? With the are we good? We had about almost forty. For real? Mm-hmm. Oh, so we gotta wrap this shit up because I said thirty. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it felt long. I was like, oh man, is this just too good to be true? <laughs> no, yeah. it's fucking long. <laughs> yeah, it was long, but it's good though. It's good. Yeah. So you guys hit us up with any um, you guys hit us any up input. with any comments and no any negative shit. Be like, take some time to take some time. I'm not putting up with any negative fucking troll bullshit. If you fucking decide that you need to troll on our pull shit, up. pull up. This is pull up. Exactly. If you need to fucking troll, like go get a fucking life. That's there's no room for that here. If you want to use your words and articulate something that you can say constructively that we can talk about, please be my guest and be an adult. Otherwise, go fucking Pull scratch. Up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you have two places. <laughs> Good, yeah, two places. I'll yeah. send you the Addy. Pull up. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out um, Lana Del Rey. <laughs> yeah. Shout out fucking Cardi B for like talking shit about that. Like, yeah, you see pictures, you see videos of me on the internet getting my ass beat. But like, but like, I fuck like somebody said pull up, so I fucking pulled up. I'm not hiding behind my phone. You know, the 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 whole point is I pulled up, not that I got my ass beat. You know, like I was there for you to beat my ass. (laughs) Regardless, yeah. So, but fuck all that. Yeah, fuck all that negative spamming shit. This is a constructive, like a you know. A strictly opinion based talk um let's just set the ground rules like right then and there i don't have time for that negative shit um the universe doesn't doesn't make room for it in my life anymore so thank you like that little yeah, bitch so <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah no get at us with your thoughts and opinions and uh and and your mainly your thoughts um <laughs> and uh and yeah, thank you for listening and for your time. And um, we hope to have you listen next time. Be a little bit more timely and consistent with our, our recording up until Christmas. Um, and uh, Christmas is on Tuesday. That's why I say that. So we'll be taking a break then. Um, but yeah, mm. see you next week. See y'all next week. Um, yeah. Remember, love, peace and positive energy. Yes. Um, Always. That way. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening.